0: This is the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast, a weekly podcast for people who experience the world brighter, louder, and more intensely. Join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits. Welcome to episode 16 of the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. Today, I want to talk about being high sensation seeking. So we've got all of these personality traits, introverts, extroverts, highly sensitive people, and now high sensation seeking, highly sensitive people. So highly sensitive people have a behavioral inhibition, or what you could call a pause to check system. This means that when we experience a new situation, we pause to determine whether or not we think it's safe to move forward. This pause may be small, imperceptible. But sensitive people have a lower than average threshold for overstimulation, meaning we become overstimulated more easily than the average person. Now, high sensation seekers, on the other hand, have a strong behavioral activation system, which is different than the behavioral inhibition that highly sensitives have. High sensation seekers like to try new things. They don't hesitate before jumping in. And they have a lower than average threshold for understimulation, meaning that they can get bored easier. So believe it or not, it's actually possible to have both traits, to be a high sensation seeking, highly sensitive person. It's kind of rare, but it exists. And I'm not quite sure if I'm one or not. Let's talk more about how it's possible for HSP to be high sensation seeking. Okay. Okay. So a high sensation seeker is a person who seeks out activities or behaviors that allow them to reach a high mental or physical arousal level. Now, it doesn't have to be a thrill-seeking activity. I know the first thing that popped into my head was like skydiving or base jumping. It doesn't have to be that crazy. It can simply be having the urge to seek out new experiences, new things to do, craving, excitement, novelty, and change in your life maybe you really love exploring new parts of town, visiting different countries, traveling, learning about taboo or controversial subjects, taking classes about things you don't know anything about, taking mental, emotional, intellectual, or physical risks. What I like about the concept of high sensation seeking, highly sensitive people, it's really a mouthful, is that The HSP part of the personality will be careful and plan things out and examine all the information and research. That lays the groundwork for the sensation-seeking side to do its thing, but in a calculated, safer way than just jumping in blindly. The HSP allows the sensation-seeker to have their arousal and risk and excitement, but in a thoughtful, careful way. So as you can imagine, highly sensitive people who are sensation-seekers balance on quite the tightrope. They may crave stimulation and excitement, but fear and avoid becoming overstimulation. That's a tough balance. Some people say it's like having one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas at the same time. Another fascinating part of being highly sensitive or high sensation seeker is how they desire to work. An HSP might crave a comfortable, familiar routine in their job, whereas a high sensation seeker could get bored doing the same thing every day. In her book, The Highly Sensitive Person in Love, Dr. Elaine Aaron has a test you can take to determine whether you're a high sensation seeker. Some of the questions she asks are, do you enjoy novelty and experiencing new things? Do you like to explore new places? Do you like trying new foods and restaurants? Do you have a love-hate relationship with routine? Do you like taking safe risks? Do you find yourself swinging back and forth between taking action and needing to recover? And do you find yourself worrying about missing something good, or as we call it nowadays, FOMO? I'll have a link to the test on her website in the show notes at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 16, the number 16. Personally, I'm not sure if I'm a high sensation seeker. I have taken a lot of rather large calculated risks in my life. However, I don't get bored that easily, which is an aspect of being a sensation seeker. As for risks I've taken, I moved across the country twice. I quit jobs twice to travel around the world once for a year. And these are things that sound kind of risky, but I thought all of them out very carefully. So even if they went wrong, I wouldn't be that bad off. The worst case scenarios of failure and all of those risky situations wasn't really that terrible. And to me, taking those risks was worse than not taking them and regretting them later because I hate regret. I do love to travel, especially to quote-unquote exotic places, and when I first arrive in a country that I've never been to before, I almost feel like I'm on a high, because the possibilities are endless. I can't wait to explore and learn and soak everything in. However, at the same time, I worry that because since I get easily overwhelmed, my introversion and sensitivity will force me to take it slow. It definitely is a balancing act. And you know what, folks? All these labels don't really mean very much on their own, but what they do mean for me and what the value is for me is just simply knowing them. Just knowing that you're an introvert or an extrovert or highly sensitive or a high sensation seeker can help you better understand yourself, accept yourself, and find that sort of equilibrium or stasis of peace, as I like to call it, in your life, so you can be more happy and content with yourself and everything and everyone around you. So what do you think? I'm sure for a lot of you, this is probably a new concept. Do you think that you're a high sensation seeker? Head on over to the show notes and take the test on Dr. Elaine Aaron's website and let me know in the comments on the blog at highlysensitiveperson.net. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. If you like this episode, please say thank you by leaving a good review on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, which will keep you notified of new blog posts, new podcast episodes, and interesting HSP news. Thanks for listening and catch you next week.